A podcast network. Hi, I'm Caroline Keys, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Black National Studios with our musical guest, Caroline Keys. Hi, Andras. We also have Gibson Hartwell here on the pedal steel. Yes. Woo! He does heart very well. Doesn't he now? Yes. It's a heart well spent. It is a heart well spent. So, uh, so... Uh, we're well. I won't, we're we're gonna get to your question, but I am I'm kind of curious. Have you noticed any particular themes emerging in this episode? Yes, I see that. Tell us <laughs> yes. about it. Well, uh, just in so many different people's questions, there's the end descriptions. There's the, this theme of of domesticity and the different pulls in and out of it. Um, in Glenda's question, in Melissa's question, um, in Isaac's question, um, even with Rick's, in a way, with, it was about wildness. Rick's yeah. was about wildness and caring for it. Yeah, in a way that was right? dem- dem- like being caring for it, like the way you would, like the way we hope Isaac will for his, for his future, dog. future dog. Yeah, 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 and even Chris's. You know that that revelation of the soul of Missoula. I mean, that's mm-hmm. about home, right? Um, so that's really interesting. And and it it, it like you know I, the project that I'm working on right now absolutely has to do with that. And so it's on my mind. And um, I'm fresh back from Memphis, Tennessee, where I I built a, from the ground up or with help um, a, like a mobile trailer that has to do with wildness and um, and that response album to the Justin Timberlake record man of the woods and then drove it around his concert singing my songs um, to his people. But uh, like, how did they respond with delight and surprise? And they didn't know what they were seeing. Um, I, I had access to a laser etcher while I was down there. And so I made these um, air fresheners out of wood. I'll give you one that had information about my project like to hand out to people and the laser etcher like catches the wood on fire so like they I'd been thinking I would put essential oils on the on the wooden air fresheners but um 
like, you know, woman of the woods, you know, yeah. ha, like a little Christmas tree thing. Um, but then it turned out it smelled so good. It smelled like a campfire. So I just like had them, but they didn't get made until after that show. So I then took the trailer out a couple more times and handed, handed those out to other people. But um, I'll, I'll give you one of those anyway. But yeah, it's all about wildness. The, this, the song answer to Glenda's question was all about like me wondering if I'm even cut out to be domesticated, you know? Um, so anyway, it's just interesting. Um, yeah. And I, I know what my question is and I know well, what the response is. So yeah, let's, let's like, we'll, so we'll see. Let's see. So, yeah. I <laughs> now I, I always think that's an interesting part of the show for the artist. Cause I don't know what your question is. Mm. So you know what your question is throughout the show. Mm -hmm. Oh, and as each song goes off the board, you know, sort of, you get a sense of, What's like I know I just feel like there's like this inner game for the artist that I I love that I love knowing that that's happening and that I don't know what it is but that for you there's an experience of the show which is knowing that we are approaching your question and as each song goes off the board you're getting closer to your answer mm -hmm. and yeah I just like that I, I I like little games within games it's like uh -huh. like wordplay like little internal mm -hmm. rhymes it's like internal rhymes mm -hmm. so we, we're down to your question gather around the your speakers, paper fetishists. <laughs> oh, it feels so nice. And now we're opening it up. And your question for the Pop Oracle. Actually, I'd rather have it in your voice. Would you mind oh, reading okay. it for me? Okay. Oh, wait, before you read it, what's the answer? A greeny taste. A grainy taste is a going to be the answer to this taste question. Is going to be the answer to this question. My grandmother is about to turn 99 years old, still plays Scrabble, and wins. I wonder if I need to arrange my life in a way that anticipates living that long. Okay, and now the answer your own question, a grainy taste. Took our pants and our boots and set out for midnight. Our twirling tongues picking locks.
we can carry a tune and we can bear this load and oh what a true friend That was Caroline Keys with a grainy taste. Strangely named song. It's the it's a song that is the sonic opposite of a grainy taste. That was so smooth. Mm. Wow, what a beautiful song. What a great way to, to end this. Now, that was the answer to your question about uh, living your life in such a way as imagining yourself living to the same age as your grandmother. And now you get to play double duty in telling us about the background of the song and maybe helping us figure out how that answered your question. Um, well, the song was inspired by a little nugget from Rumi that um, says, as I, I love the world and I, as I feel the great wind of leaving it rising. There is a grainy taste I prefer to all ideas of heaven, and that is human friendship. Hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I definitely felt that those that idea in the song. Hmm. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. The idea of a, uh, I mean, like a, like great poetry. It makes you ponder. Mm-hmm. Good. Friendship tastes as a grainy taste. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. It's what pearls are made of and all that good stuff. So, yeah. what did you? What about that? Is the answer to your question? Hmm. 
<laughs> well, you know, my my question actually is really interesting. I feel like my question is it's interesting to me that it's piggybacked after Chris's question about does music matter? And, you know, my question is maybe politely saying, like, what the fuck are you doing, Caroline? <laughs> like, you're playing a lot of music. You are an itinerant poetry teacher. Like, there's a chance you could live to be 100 years old and be playing Scrabble and, like, know what you're experiencing around you and, like, what are you doing to ensure that you will be taken care of in that chapter of your life? And um, So when you're talking about living your life in such a way as imagining yourself living that long, are you talking about financial security? Or are you I think that's definitely a, a, a worry. Yeah. Um, yeah, financial security, health care. You know, I don't have children. I don't know if I'm, like, built to have a mate <laughs> that I live with. Um, yeah. For, like, for similar reasons to, like, what Chris is talking about, that you're just so committed to your own art and your own expression that it makes it, like, other relationships are going to take a hit on that. And if they can't... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, my hunger is bottomless for making stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, uh, it's something we all, you know, I think, all artists struggle with. You know, these con these thoughts and these concerns. I'm curious: does the fact that there's a good chance that humanity won't live that long does that take a little bit of the edge yeah. off? <laughs> My fingers are crossed, man. Wait, yeah. for and what? I do have like this, <laughs> wait, this, wait, wait, I do wait. have like forty dilated from when I ha got a kidney stone ten years ago. That's just it's just hanging out there just yeah, in oh, case. You know what? <laughs> I was gonna say that those drugs. I don't take. I won't even take anything stronger than no, an aspirin. All I'm saying is that they go bad. It's like you can't, don't tell me that. You can't stow away twenty year olds, delauded. <laughs> That's not good for you. I'm not taking them. I, would, you, I never did. You just, you just have just, them set aside for a rainy yeah, day. Totally. A suicide. A suicidally rainy day. <laughs> yes. Duh. No. Like. Throw away no, the expired like, drugs. <laughs> Even the doctor like was like, they gave you what? You have 40 of those? Do you know how much you could make on the street with Just that? <laughs> um, well, because they, they del <clears throat> wait, Dilaudid, they, they don't really even do Dilaudid anymore. I don't yeah. even know. I, wouldn't I had know. it when I had my appendix out when oh, I was okay. a kid, when yeah. I was younger. It was, yeah. it was good. Took the pain away really quick. Right. Sorry, that got really dark. Sorry. What are you talking about? <laughs> this whole thing is dark. Yeah. <laughs> radioate I mean, radioate but we live in the in that in the blank, the dark space of mm -hmm. not knowing mm -hmm. and bringing light to it. So right. go right. go there. Right. Go, right. go go go. Uh -huh. So, okay, so I will tell you what it what I I just I brought me back to as as often happens, the last song brought something home to me about my question. Mm. So, um as I, because I started my show, the, my question with the show talking about my one of my long term friendships with Chris Sand, who is the reason I'm here, and so when I was thinking about that, I was def, I was just, uh, mm. it's easy to think about for me. It's easy for me to think about other people, all the friendships I've lost, mm. and for all the people who I'm not connected with, and how much I'm alone or isolated or misunderstood, but occasionally the 
you know, the wheel comes around to a place of appreciation for the ones who have stuck with you for the, mm. through for the mm -hmm. long haul. Mm -hmm. And so that was just like there was this sense of appreciation of the, the potential of like your grandmother, she's playing Scrabble with somebody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's not playing Scrabble alone. Right. You know, I mean, I assume you get to be point. 90. A lot of the somebodies that you knew coming along mm -hmm. uh, may have gone before you. Mm -hmm. But still, there's the idea of doing the long haul together, you know, with anyone, you know. And mm -hmm. there's something about that. Like when I was thinking when I was thinking of your question, like, how can I live in such a way that I will, you know, as if I'm going to live that long? I wasn't thinking about financial security. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about health. I was mm -hmm. thinking about you know, about long-term connections. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about my own psychology. Like, am I, what are the all the things that I'm doing to myself to make it so that I'll be even, like, I'll, uh, will I be happy in that place or will I be a, a miserable old guy? As I keep getting older and I don't, and I my body is not falling apart as much as other people my age, I'm starting to think that I probably will live much longer than I ever intended to. Mm. Um, <laughs> and... I got this bottle of Dilaudid that <laughs> I might need to check out. I know who to talk to, but I do think, you know, I, I think about that. Like, like, and then I do take a certain, like, it sucks. It's so selfish, but I do take a certain amount of solace in feeling like uh, we're, none of us are going to make it. We're good, you know, we got super volcanoes and <laughs> earthquakes and all this crazy stuff. We have some immediate things to deal with. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what what would it be like? being there i mean we're not there's a good chance that you won't be living in a nice place if you're there if we make it there mm -hmm. but i guess then again if we're together if we're sharing synchronicity sharing music playing a game of scrabble even in a totally a total apocalyptic nightmare that still sounds pretty sweet for a few hours and what's the i mean an escape from an apocalyptic nightmare or the madness of the the many voices in my own house it's the same thing finding a few moments to share with people where you get mm -hmm. out of your own way mm -hmm. and play a game is great mm -hmm. which is kind of what we've been doing here yeah yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. thanks for playing with me yeah, thanks so much andres thank you gibson thanks chris and glinda and melissa and rick and chris and isaac yeah. Yeah. And other Chris. Wait, did I say all the Chris? Yeah, you said all okay. the Chris's. Yeah. Thanks so much. This has been wonderful. Oh, it's been a blast. Do you think between the two of us we're 90? Probably not. You're probably still in your 30s. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm 43. Oh, yeah. Hey. We're 93. Hey. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> totally. totally. Right on. Totally. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. You made it. Yeah. So, uh, cool. Well, thank you. This has been a blast. I love your music. Um, I, I always feel a little bit guilty when there's an artist that I, I know there's going to be on the show and I don't go down the rabbit hole of learning all about their music beforehand. But I've also learned that it's one of the great joys in my life to know that someone's good because I trust Chris Sand. If he says they're good, they're going to be good. And then I get to be here and have it all happen to me. Like have that first show experience in the room with you and just be like, oh, I'm in love. This is amazing. So Aww. this is this is great. I'm now I get to go. Now I get to take the blinders off and really dig into your music. So I'm looking Aww. forward to that. Yes. And uh, Gibson. Gibson. Mm. Pretty good. 
pretty good stuff. You want to pick? You don't want to make? You want to make fun of any of my other my favorite bands? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just amazed that you're 50. What? <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I just did the math. Yeah. Yeah, real fast. Yeah, I was born in 1968, <laughs> the year of revolution. I was born that year too. Yeah. Well, it's, you look. Hey. What are you talking? You look really great for you know. What do you mean? I, I was just I was just told you shouldn't say a, for their age. You are a very healthy fifty. Yeah. Now between the two of us, we're a hundred. We look great for a hundred. You know, guess who's gonna be fifty next week? Oh, there's another fifty. We have another fifty. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's a thing. So there yeah. we so there we go. Yeah, there we are. 50s. And I'm. I'm seventy-five. Are you seventy? We have some people talking off mic. Okay. We can't have that. Okay, sorry. You're gonna talk. Melissa just said I must have been born in 1975. Yes, it's true. Ah, yes. So, uh, and I and, and Gibson, I just wanted to ask, are you a, a fan of Pete Townsend? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know that song with your name in it? Sitting in a Sheraton Gibson playing my Gibson? I do not. You should check it out. I think there's even a pedal steel on it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's on his record, Who Came First, his yeah, first solo actually, record. He plays. Yeah, I know he has a pedal steel. Uh, I talked to somebody that sold him one. I think he, yeah, I think he has a, yeah, an old Emmons pedal steel. Huh. I've never heard him play it before, but I'm sure he's great. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Go figure, Montana. Wow. Pedal steels. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, well, it's, I, I'm just doing a quick little bit of business here, just to let people know. I want to say thanks to Starburns Industries for continuing to put out my podcast, and thanks uh, to Chris and Black National for having me here and the other Chris Chris Sand for inviting me to Montana to Missoula to meet all of his friends and to help me curate this fantastic show to all of your guests who, who came in to everyone who's listening I say this occasionally I just wanted to say it presence it again that I even though you are listening to this months maybe years after we're recording it I believe that in the realm of synchronicity the fact that you're listening and having the experience you're having did affect this. I don't know how, I don't know why, and I can't explain it, but I believe it. So thank you for your attention and your intention wherever you are. And uh, it's been my honor to, you know, to be in the middle of this wonderful craziness for you and with you. And now, Carolyn, thank you because you know you're the you're the star of the show. Your music has filled it up without the, without your songs. The musical divinations would be pretty boring. <laughs> they would just be normal therapy. That's a drag. So thank you. And you know, if you're come to Olympia, or come to you know wherever you're touring, please let me know. I want to come out and see you. Oh. Maybe in Fort Benton. Maybe so. <laughs> we'll go get drunk in Fort Benton. All right. <laughs> Do some reinventing. Yeah, <laughs> and some. Intervention. <laughs> I'm glad you kicked Mel Gibson out of your song. Yeah, he, he didn't. Too many, he has too many apologists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, thanks, Andres. Excellent. Thank you. And until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's a good show!